Mobilize, personalize, optimize, and monetize your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome to Mobile Presence. From mobile marketing and messaging to mobile commerce and coupons, and from mobile apps and websites to mobile engagement and loyalty, our hosts bring on expert guests to give you the inside track on the trends, tools, and technologies that matter most. Mobile Presence, where making your brand or business mobile first is our first priority. Now here is your host, Peggy Ann Saltz. Hello and welcome to Mobile Presence. I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz from Mobile Groove. And of course, and as always, this is your destination for news, views, trends, everything you need to help you optimize and maximize your mobile presence, be that website, app, or other. And uh, it's thrilling to be here because this is the top 25 demand gen podcast you need to listen to, according to a recent list of podcasts. And uh, uh, using the chance to uh, give this as a platform to some of the stories we haven't heard yet because we've been focusing a lot on the practicalities of mobile marketing. Now I want to look at some of the mobile marketing winners and losers and some of those anecdotes, some of those exciting stories and uh, take a fresh look at mobile. So we're going to start by looking at one app that is absolutely crushing it. Um, getting glowing reviews and growing installs um, and also the entrepreneur behind it because he's got quite a story as well. So our guest today is Brian David Kane, BDC. How cool can that be, right? <laughs> a successful entrepreneur and the founder of Collar Smart, an award-winning iPhone app that we will be getting to later in the show. But Brian, BDC, um, I have to say uh, I'm, I'm really interested to know how it's possible, first of all, that you doing all of this based out of Boston. So um, welcome to the show and tell me about your story. Thank you, Peggy. Glad to be here. I, uh, yeah, I, I owned a recycling company in college and sold it at the, um, sold it at the age of 24, mm-hmm. had a bunch of money, didn't know what to do with myself, started on a, a trip around the world, found it to actually be quite unfulfilling. You and I were talking about this in the pre-call of, uh, um, it's called, it was, the, the trip was called 25 at 25, 25 countries while I was 25. So and, you made uh, this up or what, or this was like a, a dare or something. I mean, 25 yeah. countries at the age of 25, it sounds like something could be pretty, <laughs> pretty cool. It's like that ice, wasn't it the ice water challenge? So tell yeah. me about it. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it, it was, I think that it was it was the goal to um, I wanted to I had a lot of friends I was really involved in um, uh, the study abroad program and the international program and uh, university and had spent a year in Argentina and had just a lot of friends all over the world and wanted to go visit them see what they were about in in their uh, in their particular countries and um, I had a group of friends had also you know I think one had done. Um, a trip and had kind of a branding element to it, and so the twenty-five of twenty-five came out of that. It was, um, but it was uh, it was short-lived. I got three three countries into it, and uh, I canceled the trip. I was in I was in Eastern Europe, and I decided it wasn't it wasn't fulfilling. And I think the moral to the story was it was um, I didn't have a purpose. I didn't have anything that I was actually doing or working on, and I found it to just be. Um, it created a lot of neuroses. So it was money going out, even though I had money, it was money going out without any coming in. And there wasn't really like, I didn't really have a why to it. So, um, Mm -hmm. so I came back and came back to the States and in the 2008 financial crisis made a bunch of bad bets and, uh, 
um, and actually gone gone bankrupt or gone belly up and then took a job out in Silicon Valley, got mentored, couple um, three three really special people that I worked underneath that uh, taught me how to do customer acquisition, how to do uh, mm-hmm. how, to, how to grow digital brands and um, and then took what I'd learned there and set up a, a digital marketing agency called Spread Great Ideas, made a series of investments through that uh, um, through that agency that uh, did did very well and then um, decided to go back and and be be nomadic again and I think to answer your question about why I'm in Bali it was and why caller smart it was a balance of I wanted to um, I wanted to build like take on a hard technical challenge take on a, um, a project that was that was meaningful and that uh, required um, like some dedicated ongoing effort, but I did not want to give up sort of the benefits of having a lifestyle business. Right. So I had lived, I've lived on four continents. Um, uh, I love, I've, I've lived in Hong Kong before and I, I just really love, I love Asia. I think, uh, Bali is a special Island. And, um, and so I wanted to be based there, but we also needed a serious software team to be able to build caller smart. So, I'm in Poland now, actually, as you and I talk, but and that's because that's where our software team is. So mm-hmm. I happen to live, <clears throat> I happen to live abroad, and a couple other people in our team are um, remote. But the the core engineers and are in uh, are in Warsaw, in Poland. I mean, it's all possible. It's all it's all connected. It's just you know, get on get on Skype, do your Slack, what have you, and you can make it work, right? Yeah, I think you can. But I think there's also. Um, it's more challenging than that because I think there's value in, for me personally, I found it, you need to go and be with, uh, with the people on a regular basis. So like at mm-hmm. least once to twice a year, um, I come to Europe and, uh, um, and just spend time here. Not, not just like a one day, like, you know, spend time working with them and talking through different things on the product roadmap. And, um, because you just can't replace the face to face, you know, you can't replace that brain rub. No, no, I'd, I'd agree with you on that one because this is about an app and an app is about an experience and that's something that isn't just code. And you have a roadmap, which means that Color Smart is not a one-off. You know, it's, yeah. the, it's the real deal. It's evolving. Let's um, love to hear more about your life, seriously. <laughs> but um, let's, let's switch over to Color Smart because it sounds uh, very interesting, particularly in view of all of the data breaches and all of the problems we've been hearing about recently. It just seems like, yeah, you know, I want control of my, of, of who contacts me. You know, I want to be contacted on my terms. That sounds like what resonate. Um, yeah. What does it actually, actually do, I guess? And, and are you getting a boost from this? Yeah, we get, um, what, what it actually does is we, uh, we identify and then block, we identify phone numbers um, and assign a trust score to them so we can tell you whether or not it's a number that you want to, um, like a phone call or a text that you want to reply to. And then we automatically block um, the calls and texts from the people that, according to our users, are the most, we'll call it scammy or nefarious. Mm-hmm. Um, and so so there's a crowdsourcing element to it that uh, um, that brings in the game mechanics, which is something you talked about when it comes to the utility app. But um, yeah, it's a hard... Like it's a it's a hard data problem, and and what I mean by that is like if you have a the phone book is a entity is static, so how do you keep um, a huge data set up to date for a lot of different people who 
are changing that data on an ongoing basis. Like Wikipedia does this obviously with, with an encyclopedia. Waze did this when it came to uh, maps and driving directions. And we've done something similar when it comes to the phone book because you need, you need user participation and you also need to reward the users who are the, um, who are the power users, who are the ones who are making the most edits and, and providing the most helpful uh, feedback and information. So, mm-hmm. so that's where the badges and the game elements and the, and the, um, and the prizes come from because we give them prizes for, for making uh, edits to the phone book. And, um, and, and as far as the data breaches go or the, the, like the, the news with Equifax or, t- I mean, I was, I, I'm a T-Mobile user. I was a victim of their, uh, um, their mm-hmm. data, data breach. Um, we see, we see spikes not necessarily driven by data breaches, but what we see spikes in is driven by, um, times of year. And what I mean by that is like, if it's tax season, um, there's a tremendous amount of, uh, scam calls of people threatening for, for back taxes and some, some really nasty stuff as well around Christmas, um, there is, there's a, there's an increase in scam calls and, um, and scammers are getting better and better at this. They're, they're figuring out who to target. And, uh, for instance, when it comes to taxes, what they do is they target, um, re- recent immigrants to, uh, to the States because, and then they call them up and they leave a voicemail or they, they get them on the phone and they say, this is the IRS, you owe back taxes. You need to wire the money this week to this bank account. And if you don't, we're going to send the agents to get you, Whoa. and if you're recent, yeah, yeah. If you're recently um, arrived in the states, um, you don't know that the IRS doesn't actually call you and threaten these things, right? So, so you turn over a lot of money, and this is, and so now they've figured out, okay, we're gonna call for. You can do caller ID spoofing. There's a whole lot of technical stuff, like make the number look like, you know, it comes from um, a number mm-hmm. that you recognize. Um, or you can just turn through the numbers very quickly and uh, and do it in an automated fashion. So, it's a uh, <clears throat> it's a it's it's it, from a psychological perspective, it's one of these it's one of these challenges where people look at it and they go, yeah, that that sounds horrible, but I'm not going to get scammed. I'm too smart for that. And then the number of people who get scammed, or the number of like the dollar amount that's lost in scams in the states is uh, um, is staggering. It's uh, um, it, it's actually something, and people are embarrassed to admit it. Um, and when I talk to folks about it, I, I'm constantly surprised at how many people are like, "I got baited into this," or "I my aunt or uncle or grandparent um, lost money uh, due to one of these things." Well, it's 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 fascinating because you're right. You know, this is this is a an app with a purpose. I'm always excited about useful apps. Um, and I can't wait to deep dive into more about your app and also more about you, how you made it possible that it has such you know, stellar glowing reviews and downloads on a, on a shoestring budget. So uh, lots to get to in the next half. So uh, listeners, don't go away. We'll be right back. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. There are over 70 million active podcast listeners in the U.S. WebmasterRadio.fm reaches them all with the largest global distribution of any online business-to-business podcast network. Through iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, we can target and place your message in front of those active listeners immediately. Now, your message can be delivered with less commitment and investment on over 20 hours of weekly original content hosted by the most respected names in digital marketing. Email sales at webmasterradio.fm today. 
and get your message delivered now. WebmasterRadio.fm is the destination for education, entertainment, and engagement. Engage with our panel of on-air experts and peers by following us on Facebook, Google+, Twitter, and LinkedIn. You can listen to WebmasterRadio.fm on air or on demand from our website or through iTunes, Stitcher, or however you get your podcasts. Interact and stay informed. Just search for WebmasterRadio.fm. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Mobilizing your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to Mobile Presence. I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz, with Mobile Groove. And, of course, our guest today, BDC, uh, Brian David Crane, successful entrepreneur and founder of Caller Smart and uh, BDC, Brian. Uh, before the break, we were talking about, you know, what Caller Smart does, and it really does answer a need which is which is important for apps they can't just all be fun it's really helpful when they're a utility on the other hand utilities are really hard to sort of make people get excited about um to acquire users to get them yeah. to interact i mean you have them crowdsourcing you know and 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 giving this data to the to the to the community to make it a better experience for all i mean how did you manage that one uh yeah, I mean the game. Uh, that's a uh, there's a lot going on. I mean the, the um, we have an amazing team. So I, 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 this is not a one like uh, a one man show by any means, but um, we've been like we've been very fortunate to to build and keep uh, like a really solid engineering team, and um, the idea for the the idea for the app and the idea for the business really came out of. Um, uh, my time in Silicon Valley, I saw a need for this, and I think it's a theme that I, I imagine if you dig into with a number of your guests is um, is the phrase "make war with a multitude of counsel." And basically, what that what that means for me is that it was this was an area when I was in the valley. I was working um, in genealogy and people search, which is also big data, and mm-hmm. um, and had several years. And a lot of contacts um, in the space prior to actually launching this business. So it wasn't just I think I want to build this. Let's let's start from you know start from a standstill. It was there was a lot of momentum already there given given my past, um, and so so I, I I don't know if that's something that that, uh, that other folks talk about. But when it comes to user acquisition or it comes to um, like how to ongoing on an ongoing basis, keep, um, keep people coming in the door. Yes, we do. Yes. We've worked with Steve Young from, uh, um, from app masters for, for app store optimization. That was super helpful. Um, and up yeah, until he's I, also been a guest on the show, by the way, I mean, he's really, he really is one to talk about how to do ASO and to get yeah. organics on a shoestring budget. Let, let's get to that in a moment. But the, okay. the thing about 
getting people to give information and upkeep your app for you. I mean, you told me something about game mechanics. So how have you used that? Yeah, we've, we give people, um, <clears throat> we give people badges. Like there's, well, there's a lot of things that we do. So, uh, um, we give people badges. We assign obviously a, uh, um, a trust factor to their own number when they claim it in the phone book. Um, and then we notify them if there's searches on their number or their searches on numbers that they care about. So you can see, for instance, mm -hmm. like if somebody's been looking up your number um, or if there's been activity on it from other users, we reward them inside of the app when it comes to if they leave a comment that other people find useful, they get more points. There's a competitive element to like mm -hmm. a rank, a ranking system inside of the app. Um, we, we use keep, uh, I don't know if I even say their, their name right, correct or correctly. K I think it is. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. The reward, yeah, reward company. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, they've been, uh, um, they were very successful for us. They've since trailed off. Um, but, uh, that's, that, that's definitely been a part of, um, the game mechanics that we've, that we've incorporated. And what we find is to be honest with you is not everybody cares about the game mechanics and as much as we try to get them, um, as much as we try to get everybody to be like, look at all these amazing, you know, game elements and the badges and don't you care about your rank and care about, you know, accumulating more points. There's a certain s subset of our users who just come in and just want to basically take just data from us. Right. Yeah. 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 And, uh, um, and we've done, we have uh, a share with friends feature inside of the app that we will give them one of our, uh, one of our revenue channels is uh, is selling credits, and we'll give free credits if you mm -hmm. uh, share Caller Smart with your friends and they and they download the app. Um, but to a large degree, we're we're like not as much. Uh, to be honest with you, as much as we have tried, I wish I was like we did this one thing and it resulted yeah. in you know five uh, x growth. It's more just been iterative along the way. Of uh, we started yeah. with game elements, we added those game elements, and we saw they were um, popular with a subset. We've marketed to the users who are the most, um, like the most engaged, and we give them a lot of reasons to keep coming back. So, so what exactly is the business model? I mean, how are you monetizing your audience? You know, whether or not they they're givers or takers, it's still eyeballs. Yeah. What are you doing there? Yeah, we've got three revenue sources inside the app. Um, the the main one is the sale of credits. So sometimes we're not. Sometimes our data. Um, there's something like 9 billion um, phone numbers in the U.S. alone, uh, which is nuts when you think about how many, how many numbers are active. So sometimes we don't have free data on every number, and um, we have some paid data sources that we can check into that cost us money and that uh, we charge the users for. So there's, there's credits there. We do number monitoring and some advanced uh, call blocking. So... You know, if you're happy with our free call blocking and you want to make it more robust, um, that's an in-app subscription. And then, uh, and then we have some ads uh, through AdMob um, in the app. That's uh, that's the third that that's the third route. But between our website and our app, we're at about uh, half a million uh, monthly active users. Mm -hmm. So that's 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 considerable. I mean, and then also glowing reviews. So I'll I'll get to the other question, which is basically how you did it and and knowing knowing uh, Steve Young as well as as we do he's a frequent frequent guest on the show uh, there's going to be some sort of interesting anecdote there some sort of twist 
Um, you know, you acquire these users, shoestring budget, no paid ads, or maybe just a few. No, no paid um, ads. Yeah. No paid ads. Okay. Well, so there you uh, go. No paid, no paid ads outside of the app store ads. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So outside the app store and you're acquiring users. Yeah. Yeah. We, and we consistent, I mean, our user acquisition is, uh, um, we've got it pretty dialed and Steve helped a lot. One strategy I think your, your listeners will find interesting not only uh, was it ASO inside of the App Store for generic uh, generic terms, but he also turned us on to doing content marketing, so that we were building backlinks at our um, iTunes listing, and so that the iTunes listing would rank for the same terms that we were trying to optimize for when it came to ASO. Um, so, for instance, like iPhone caller ID is an important one for us, um, mm -hmm. and. Uh, we, we acquire users through the app store who are looking for stuff like caller ID, but also we acquire users through Google and Bing and Yahoo who search that and, and we get our, uh, our iTunes listing to, to rank. And I know that part of your business is content marketing. Um, yeah, and so that, it's going to work. It's yeah, going to absolutely yeah, it, work. Yeah, it works. And I think we've been, we've been conscious when we do content marketing and we, you know, we put stuff on third party sites. Like I've written for, I don't know, Forbes and Inc. and some other places where when we do that, the backlink and the uh, um, uh, the content that we put up there is designed to improve um, that organic channel of uh, acquisition for us. Mm -hmm. and, and of course, you're going to have one here, right? You're going to get a backlink from, uh, yeah. from Mobile <laughs> Presence. There you go. But that wasn't the only reason you came on the show, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's interesting that, you know, content marketing plays such a, such a role there. Um, it seems to be saying to me that if you want to sort of get more bang for the buck in ASO, it's really about thinking out of the box in this way. And it's not just, hey, keywords and doing, getting all the basics right in that in that growth stack of ASO, that more traditional one. But uh, content marketing, I mean, is that going to be where you're going to place a lot of emphasis going forward? Or what aspect of, uh, of ASO is working best for you? Yeah, content marketing has been, has been a um... – it's been a less, I would call it a less competitive channel. So ASO, what we experienced was when we worked with Steve, we got, um, we got our listing. It was really dialed in. We were, we were very, very happy with our, uh, um, our organic user acquisition through the app store. And then when iOS 10 launched last year and Apple introduced uh, search ads, we all of a sudden had to start paying for the uh, the keywords that we were getting for free previously, right? And so mm -hmm. it, uh, um, it it and, and it wasn't as if the pie got any bigger. It was like kind of the pie or the number of queries stayed the same. Instead of us getting them for free now, we just had to pay for them. So instead of Caller Smart making money, now Apple was making more money. And mm -hmm. uh, so we shifted strategy a bit to focus more on um, on content marketing and focus on two kind of subsets of content marketing doing written stuff and then also part of the reason for me to do podcasts is like you were talking about is do backlink building mm -hmm. well so. smart strategy and i want to hear more about this because it's obviously you know working for you and having had that that hero's journey of ups and downs in your life you know it's uh interesting to hear what's what's working uh and we'll have more of that listeners so don't go away we'll be right back Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. Is your website hacked? Is your website displaying error messages or loading slowly? Even if there are no signs of malicious activity, your site may still be compromised. 
Websites, like cars, require regular maintenance to perform at their best and not leave you stranded. At Fjord, our website maintenance experts can help you assess which one of our maintenance plans will best support your needs. Visit FjordDigital.com or call 612-877-3840 and get the support and protection your website and business deserve. That's F-J-O-R-G-E Digital.com. Book lovers and hundreds of compelling contemporary authors are heading to Miami for the 34th Annual Miami Book Fair, Friday, November 17th through Sunday, November 19th. See in person amazing authors, including Vice President Joe Biden, Senator Al Franken, Russell Banks, Michael Eric Dyson, Armistead Malpin, Angela J. Davis, Scott Turow, Walter Isaacson, and many more. The 34th Annual Miami Book Fair. For more information, visit MiamiBookFair.com. Hi, I'm Montel Williams. Most of you know me as a talk show host, but I'm also an author, actor, single father of four, avid snowboarder, and I'm also a medical marijuana patient. Living with multiple sclerosis, I'm in pain every day. Medical marijuana is my last resort, and it helps me when all other drugs have failed. If you'd like more information about medical marijuana, you can contact the Marijuana Policy Project at mpp.org or call 1-877-JOIN-MPP. Mobilizing your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, only on webmasterradio.fm. And we are back. Welcome back to Mobile Presence. I'm your host, Peggy Ansaltz, with Mobile Groove, and our guest today, Brian David Crane, BDC, successful entrepreneur and founder of Caller Smart. And uh, BDC, right before the break, you know, we were talking about how you managed to get these users. Now I'd like to switch to how you manage to get them involved. I mean, they're giving you great reviews. Um, they're giving you, uh, you know, they're they're sharing your app because you have that type of feature. You know, they're recommending it. Maybe not all of them, but, you know, you do have them motivated. Uh, how did you figure that one out? Yeah, we looked at, um, we really focused on the users who were having an initial um, good experience with us. So, for instance, a lot of the times that people were downloading, they would download the app. They had a particular number that was calling them or they had a particular number that um, uh, a spouse or somebody that they were dating was interacting with and they wanted to investigate. And if we found that if we were not able to give them uh, a successful free result with that first search, that no matter what we were doing with user, um, user engagement, it wasn't going to really work. It was like they had a need so they had a need. If we weren't able to satisfy it, they got super frustrated and tended to go elsewhere. But if they, if we were able to help them with that first search, then we would put them onto a path of, like, here's some extra features in the app. Here's how you can contribute and get stuff for free. Um, here's some of the prizes that you can get. And so it was. We really tailored inside of the app a a, a series of funnels around like, is this um, like is this person having a good experience initially with the app? And if so, then we're going to move them into um, explaining more about it and also asking them for a review um, as, they, uh, uh, as they had a good experience. And if they weren't having a good experience and they didn't find what they were looking for initially, then you can bet your bottom dollar we were not going to ask them for a review because they were already um, mm-hmm. going to not leave us uh, a glowing one in the uh, app store. So, so we started to segment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, that, that's, that's a... That sounds always so simple, but it's really 
really not simple at all because you're oh you're segmenting goodness, no. people. No, so yeah. you know it, demographics. You're not going to go there with that. It's not going to work. I mean, just curious if you could lift a lid a little bit on how you segment according to engagement in order to re-engage. Yeah, we looked at. Um... Well, we use AppBoy in the uh, um, and and we, we use AppBoy as, as far as one of our tools go. But mm-hmm. um, from a demographic standpoint, um, the majority of our users are actually women, and they are. Uh, I didn't talk about this earlier, but the one side of the business for us is scams, and the other one is um, online dating or dating in general. And for women wanting to know more about the man, let's assume that they're uh, straight who's contacting them. And uh, and learn more about who's behind the number. So, um, so for us, it's like if we look at it and we go, okay, we know the demographic, like we know like the gender of the user, um, we know their age, they're logging in with Facebook. Then we tend to like we 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 target our messaging based on that sort of stuff. But all of those funnels and all of that customization, mm-hmm. it was built out inside of App Boy. It's one of the reasons that it's so hard to move platforms when you've uh you know when you've wedded yourself to one of these uh um, app marketing tools and um but we were in i don't know if i'm answering your question the way that you would like but that that we, we got deep into like what is the user intent here um and given that is this like a 22 year old girl who's in college or is this somebody who's in their 60s and is likely getting a scam call um, talking about tech repair and that they'd need to get a warranty on their computer, right? So, so when we started to ascertain some of that, we would build we would build very specific um, UI and UX engagement tools. Mm-hmm. Well, it answers my question because it says exactly that. You know, you have to look at sort of these app marketing platforms. And, and of course, AppBoy also, uh, now Braze, um, also <laughs> been a guest here as well. And they'll probably come back as Braze for us as well. You know, the whole idea is this this c- consumer customer life management. So it makes an awful lot of sense. And it's interesting to hear um, about the, uh, the 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 utility around uh, dating. That that's right. something that you're you're absolutely right. You really want to know that those numbers are the real deal. That those people are serious. And uh, you know, or even to to before you even consider engaging, you know, is it the real deal or is this potentially a, a you know a, a spammer or a stalker or what have you? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a, so, I mean, it's a, sorry, sorry to interrupt you, but that, I mean, that's a, it's mm-hmm. a serious uh, safety issue for women, um, yeah. in, uh, especially when it comes to online dating, because you have, you have the capacity to just totally misrepresent yourself, right? I'm Steve, I use a totally different number, because um, you, can, you can do burner numbers and this sort of stuff, and if you, this person is asking you who you've never met to meet them one-on-one, um, tends to be in a, a place that you don't know. And there's a lot of in the UK. They've really focused on it. It hasn't been so much in the states of uh, of dating uh, app crime, and um, um, it's a it's a serious issue for women. I think that like it's a serious issue across the board, but in particular for women is that they just, uh, in my opinion, they're the more that they know about who they're getting ready to go meet up with, and if they actually are the person that they say they are, um, the more empowered that they are. Like the better that I think that. They're safer, effectively. I don't know how else to say it. 
Well, I'm, 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 I'm interested. I'm going to check this out. I mean, I'm, I am married, so it's not going to be like a, a Tinder time for me, but uh, <laughs> uh, I will say that it is interesting to be able to um, check out these, these scams because they're coming through full force. I'm based here in Europe um, where you are now at the moment. And uh, we didn't have it before, but we've got a lot of these text messages that are just, you know, we have this for you. You've won this, you've done this. And you're thinking, Oh, I know that happens in online, but heck no, not, not on a mobile phone. Well, well, everything is different now. So um, lots of reasons to, uh, to bring you back, maybe to talk about, one of the iterations on your app or what you're doing to be so uh, successful in user acquisition. But in the meantime, BDC, how do they, how do our listeners stay in touch with you? They've been listening in. They say, hey, this is cool. I want to find out more about your app or more about your life story because it's pretty cool. Yeah, thank you. The Well, the app and the website is uh, callersmart, C-A-L-L-E-R-S-M-A-R-T.com. I'm on, uh, you can email me, brian at callersmart.com. I'm on Twitter underneath my full name and uh, um, the reason for that is as a very small story as a side note is that uh, in the south when I was growing up people always misspelled my name they'd spell it brain crane instead of Brian (laughs) uh, it just got so tiring like I started to use my full name and then it got shortened to an abbreviation and anyway so um, I'm on Twitter Brian David Crane and uh, the company's on Twitter as well Caller Smart I will certainly follow you there. Brian, BDC, <laughs> great to have you on the show. And that, my friends, is a wrap. Until next time, you can check out this and all earlier episodes of our show by going to webmasterradio.fm, or you can find our shows on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio simply by searching Mobile Presence. And if you want to keep up with me throughout the week or find out more about how you can be a guest or a sponsor on Mobile Presence, then you can email me, Peggy at MobileGroove.com. Mobile Groove is also where you can find my portfolio of content marketing and app marketing services. I said that's a wrap and tune in next time. And in the meantime, remember, every minute is mobile, so make every minute count. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.